So if you were to kind of like look across from, you know, you know, from now until the end of the year, is there maybe a turning point that you're that you're eyeing and you're hoping for? And maybe if so, what what is the catalyst for that? Okay, easy question. Easy. So we're looking for the Federal Reserve to, to stop raising interest rates or so at this point they need to raise the interest rates to zero percent. Um, that will pull down the dollar and effectively drive up gold prices. All right, everybody, welcome to the Angel Research Podcast. We're here, as usual, today to discuss the market's hottest stock stories and investment opportunities. We've got Mr. Uh, Luke Burgess on the show joining us today. He's currently trying to figure out his headphones. Uh, Luke is the, uh, the founder and investment director of uh, the weekly uh, market advisory service, Junior Mining Trader, and he's here to talk to us today about some price projections, the resource industry, uh, consolidation in the gold industry, and how investors can take advantage of what is going on in the market right now. Per our usual disclaimer, nothing that we say here today is personal financial advice. Also, please like, comment, and subscribe, and Join the Discord using the links in the description and the pinned comment below. Luke, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you here. Do you want to give uh, us a quick rundown of you know who you are, what Junior Mining Trader is, and why you uh, love the resource industry so much? That's that's a whole lot, but uh, well, it's a whole lot to why I love the resource industry, um, particularly gold. Uh, but I'm Luke Burgess. I am the managing editor of uh, the Junior Mining Trader, like you said. Um, I also write for numerous other publications, including uh, the Outsider Club, and I have my own fan list letter, um, Bull and Bust Report, and The Crow's Nest. Um, what was the next question there? <laughs> what did you have? Oh, oh you uh, were... what got you? What got you into gold? Oh, the gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my or god. Or just resources in general, you know. I mean, honestly, it's. It's really, it's about like real value. You know, like I, I really see um, the true value in like metals and, and, and lumber and food and, and things like that. Other things uh, like technology, yeah, I see the value in it, but it's something about those hard assets. It's, they're more really, tangible? They're, yeah, absolutely, more tangible. Um, it, it's just simpler. You know, it's, it's, I don't really want to put that much thought into making money. I just want to make the money, you know? Sure. I don't want to, and you know, it's the way it is. Okay, so gold, how has that performed so far this year? <clears throat> well, I wish I could tell you something better uh, than it's performed quite poorly. Um, gold prices, uh, we were very bullish on gold prices, particularly going into uh, the beginning of February. We were, we were excited about the Federal Reserve finally pulling back their interest rates hikes. Um, but Mr. Market is fickle and um, likes to throw curveballs. Well, we got that CPI read, which was kind of a, a surprise back in the other direction, right? Like, I, f- I feel like the market was really excited that the inflation was coming down, and then we kind of got hit with this new read that maybe told us that it wasn't going to happen as fast as we thought it was. So, uh, yeah, you how know, much I, is that contributing? You know, I think the Federal Reserve is, I mean, like, as they always do, I think they're just they're playing a lot of. Uh, rhetorical gymnastics to support the dollar, uh, which, I mean, it's, it's bad for us, but it is their job, so I don't know if I could really um, blame them for that. So, yeah, uh, not very well. Um, like I said, there was a lot of bullish sediment going into uh, the last 
um, FOMC meeting. But then immediately after that, if we could probably show a chart of gold, like a six-month chart, you'll see uh, gold prices sort of like turn around immediately after that FOMC meeting. And it I think it has a lot to do with the jobs report that came out that Friday. That jobs report was it was like insanely better than expected. I think it was like four times better. That really boosted the dollar, and it really gave the dollar like it turned. It was a turning point for the dollar. Um, and since then, there have been a couple more economic reports that have been positive that have continued to support the dollar. Uh, so even though uh, gold, we're very bullish on gold prices for the long term, right now it's it's not so great. It's it's a little skeptical, a little shaky right now. So if you were to kind of like look across from, you know, you know, from now until the end of the year, is there maybe a turning point that you're that you're eyeing and you're hoping for? And maybe yeah, if so, what, what is the catalyst for that? OK, easy question. Easy. So we're looking for the Federal Reserve to, to stop raising interest rates or so at this point they need to raise the interest rates at, to zero percent. Um, that will pull down the dollar and effectively drive up gold prices. OK. Do you expect uh, them to actually do that? Yeah, well, they're going to have to. I mean, there's. You there's, mean the the rate of change being zero percent, right? Not, no. So they they increased at uh, 0.25% gotcha. last time. Yes. So they actually need to actually make no change to the interest rate. Fair enough. Um, but you know, if if they start going to the negative side, I mean, dude, that's that would be incredible for gold. It would destroy the dollar. I don't think they want to do that. To be honest with you, it's probably their their main thing. Uh, but the dollar is still very strong relative to its long term. I don't I haven't looked at it in a few days, but my guess is the uh, dollar index is probably about 103, 104 right now. Can we get a chart of that too? So are are you looking for are you looking for like like bad news as a gold investor? Does that make you, you know, if, if you bad, see bad news for you, good news for me. Sure. You know? <laughs> I get it. Uh, I I feel like we're at this point of almost a catch 22 where the inflation's out of control and everyone's saying that we need to get into a recession for the inflation to go into you know to be to come under control but it's just not happening. Yeah. So yeah, it is not happening. Uh inflation is very high. The last CPI was 6.4%. Is that correct? I, you you know I, better than I you think believe. it was. Yeah. I think it all mixed up. In my we'll, head. we'll throw a fact check up on it. It was 6. Four percent, or it was six point five percent, and the previous one was six point five percent, or six point six points. I, I'm getting confused myself. I think it was six point four percent, six point five percent, seven point one percent. That's my guess. Um, so yeah, it's still high, even though it is slightly coming down. It's not as high as it was in July, which I think was nine point one percent. But it's 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 coming down. So do you think a recession is inevitable at this point? I think that we. I mean, look if. I, I like the hard definitions. If you want, sure. You're saying we're, we're, we've already we've been already in been in a recession. Yeah. I'm going to st- look. If you want to say that we, those uh, past instances were recessions, we got to say this one was too. Yeah. Even though we don't like to say it, that it makes sense. I feel like I've actually fallen into that trap originally when we first were we, when we first entered the technical recession, and there was a lot of this kind of political, you know like these political talking points saying that why we we really weren't in a recession. And now it just seems to be the everyone's just accepted that we're not in a recession, even though we, you know, we have technically entered one. Uh, they manipulated the market very well. OK, I want to uh, move the conversation to 
this subject of ore grade, which you have recently kind of turned me onto. I, I did not know this about the, the pr- basic premise being that the, the quality of ore for gold and apparently for, for pretty much most other metals or many other metals as well has been declining over time. I think when a lot of people think about the aspect of mining gold, they're thinking about people are, you know, whatever, digging in the rock with pitchforks or with the tractors, and they're pulling out chunks of gold. And you had you had shown me this kind of a picture of a rock that you have that is, is, I guess, a better representation of what gold actually looks like when you're pulling it out of the ground. And it just is a, we can maybe, we could probably get that picture up yeah, as yeah. well. And it's just a rock with little tiny, tiny, tiny specks of gold. And, and that's, you, that's a very high grade rock, right? Yes. Yeah, and, yeah. and you have to figure out a way to, to, you know, extract those little specks of gold. And I, I found that all pretty interesting, but essentially, you know, you've been telling the story as it, it does have, you know, a lot of effects on the mining industry. It's creating some sort of a consolidation. So could you maybe talk about this uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from your perspective? So uh, declining ore grade is something that the market has been dealing with uh, basically forever. Um, I, I I feel pretty comfortable in saying declining declining ore grade has been going on since we discovered gold. Yeah. Uh, well, that chart you showed me was pretty was pretty wild. Yeah. So it, it basically, you have the low hanging fruit. The low hanging fruit is going to get picked first. That's that's the that's how the the decline in ha- uh, in the grade happens. You start to process the the most profitable stuff, the cheapest stuff to do, and then you run out of that. You have to go. Uh, to lower and lower grades. And that's where we're at right now. I believe the average um, gold grade right now is 1.38 grams per ton, which is crazy. Um, Imagine a ton of rock. It's probably about the size of this uh, squared, like let's say come out about two feet. That's about about a ton of rock, depending on density. There's a gram of gold in that rock. It's, It's a tiny little speck. And remember, gold is one of the heaviest things. So it's like barely visible in, in there. Yeah. Um, and that's where we're at today. So in the future, we know that we're going to have to figure out some other way to get smaller and, or to process lower and lower grades if we wanted to continue to uh, uh, mine gold. In the 1950s, there was uh, a big tech, or 1950s and 60s, there was a big change in technology that allowed uh, producers to produce much lower grades. Uh, without that, I we would still have to be mining uh, plaster gold. We wouldn't be mining what we call disseminated gold. So so my investing brain immediately goes to a couple of things. It goes to if it is becoming that much harder to extract gold, and this is obviously going to have an effect on mining companies. Yeah, it's going to cost it, more. Absolutely. Yeah, so the, the cost of mining. Yeah. It's also going to increase the price of gold over time probably Absolutely. because we're extracting less and uh, the, the supply is going to be less. And then I think about the technology as well. Is there, what kind of investment opportunities do you see around this situation over the next decade or so? Well, I think it, largely it's, it's a supply and demand thing. Uh, the, the supply of gold is, the world supply, of, the earth supply of gold is not increasing. The Our above ground supply is increasing, but at the same time, the population is increasing much, much faster. Um, I, I think it's general supply and demand. A lot of people, a lot of demand for gold. If you were to um, get all of the gold in the world that's ever been mined, 
I don't know. I somebody did this a long time ago. I think there's it's it would be a cube of like 20 meters by 20 meters by 20 meters. It's not very much. If you were to divide that gold up in by the by the eight billion people around the world, every person would get less than a quarter ounce of gold. It's a tiny little speck. So already there's not really that much gold per person. It really isn't going to take that many more people to just like drive the demand so much more higher. What what about the? Go ahead. Did you have so I just want to say my the short of the answer was general supply and demand. Fair enough. So what about technology in terms of extracting the gold out or maybe, you know, analyzing mines? Are they u- utilizing LIDAR or anything like that? Is there – what kind of advancements are going on in, in, in terms of technology? So there are all kinds of advancements all the time. Uh, there's advancements in exploration. There's advancements in, like, uh, how to build the mines. There's advancements in, like, literally, like, like the mining aspect. Um Right now, I don't think that there's any, like, particularly, like, revolutionary technology that's, on the, that's like, on the horizon that is going to help miners uh, process lower and lower grades. That probably will be something in the future, but right now, heap leaching really is doing a decent job for them. They can produce uh, gold from pretty low grades at, uh, with heap leaching. There are, what does that process involve? Uh, so heat bleaching, it's it's basically blasting the rock out of the ground, piling it up in a big pile, and then uh, running uh, chemical. I don't I don't want to get into this, but, but you run chemicals at the top of it. It leaches down, and you end up with a, what they call a pregnant solution. You take that solution; it's pregnant with silver and gold and precious metals, and you extract the uh, m- minerals from that solution. Fair enough. So, what do they use? Magnets or uh, to get the liquid out? Well, to get pump. the the yeah. Up. I, to get the gold, to separate the gold from the liquid. I, I would uh, so there are multiple ways to separate that gold from the liquid. You uh, Not so common anymore. They actually just press it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually don't know how I understand how that works, but if you press this uh, this pregnant solution, you can uh, squeeze the gold out of it. Okay, Today, may- it's, I mean, I'd say more so it's uh, flotation. So they put that stuff in a big vat and it floats to the top. They skim that stuff off the top. Is there uh, who's providing those kinds of like? At the, I assume there's like chemicals and, and stuff that chemical is, companies. I mean, yeah. there's like a but, billion different com- companies. Fair enough, but yeah, they're not they're not specific to, to gold. No, I mean it's like Dow Chemical. Yeah. B B A. Yeah. B A F S. Whatever it is. Okay. What about uh, you? Have alluded to the fact that there's some heavy consolidation in the in the gold industry, and that some of that may be being driven by this. You know. De- declining ore problem. I know that you recently wrote about a company, Newmont, which made a very large, I think, you know, n- close to $20 billion offer for another gold company, Newcrest. Newcrest denied that deal. Why, why'd they turn that deal down? Uh, well, pfft, you'd have what? to ask them. Okay. Uh, I mean, we, I could speculate. I actually don't want to speculate on that because... Um, uh, because you don't know? No, well, I don't know, and it just—it's—it's it's not a positive speculation. <laughs> um, so okay, yeah, this is—it's a little. You're bit You're allowed good. to be negative, Luke. Uh, like... No, no, no. It's—it's—it's it's, it's like I'm—I'm I'm accusing the CEO of something. Oh, okay, all right. I—I I, I can't prove. Okay. Um, Damn, I want to know now. <laughs> <laughs> um, just throw a disclaimer up there, man. <laughs> uh, it's better. It's not. Um, 
So, oh, the M&As. Yeah. So the M&A, it's, it gets very confusing because there are so many. And the, the, first, it, there are so many. They're the same players, and the numbers get the same for some reason. So my mergers and acquisitions started to pick up in mining uh, in 2018 with Barrick. Man, it's, it's hard to remember all this all the time. Barrick acquiring Rangold, and they did that for... $18.3 billion mm-hmm. or $18 billion, I don't know. Which is really close to what, what, yeah, 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 what yeah. Newmount was pl- going to pay for Newcrest, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so after that, Barrick decided that it was going to try a hostile takeover of Newmont for another $18 billion. That failed. You see how this is getting all confusing. And now Newmont, oh, there have been several other uh, mergers and acquisitions in between there, including... Um, Newcrest's acquisition of Pretium, but Newmont now wants or put an offer in to buy Newcrest for it. It was reported at sixteen billion, but I actually think it was like fifteen point nine billion. Um, but however, they uh, rejected that offer. Uh, but that is very important because it is a big offer. Sixteen billion to eighteen billion dollars is a lot of money in, in mining. It's pro- it's not a lot of money in in tech. But uh, the gold industry is highly fractured to begin with. So when we talk about consolidation, I actually think it would be better for gold, for shareholders at least, uh, for the market to consolidate a little bit. Um, but what we're talking about— What's the benefit to the shareholder there? Is it, is it kind of giving the, the smaller miners access to the larger company's technology or infrastructure? It cuts or? risk. Okay. Because you have so many fractured companies that makes it, you have a lot of junk out there. Gotcha. Let's say that Newcrest didn't turn that deal down. Do you think that it would have been approved anyway? Would it have passed the, the regulatory hurdles that exist? Excellent question. I don't know. Because this merger would have made the largest mining. So uh, it would have almost doubled um, Newmont's market cap relative to their next competitor, which is Barrick. Gotcha. Um, would the regulatory bodies allow it? Big bitch. I mean, you'd have a bunch of people complaining about it. Uh, would they allow it? I don't know. It would be a, it would be quite uh, a shit show. Uh, however, New Newcrest, I, it seems that they have left the offer open, even though they rejected it. Um, Financial Times reported that Newcrest uh, gave Newmont some non-public information, so maybe maybe they'll take it for a little bit more money. I don't think. Sixteen billion dollars, man. That's a lot of, that's a lot of cash. It's a lot of cash. Do you know how much what their market cap is? Or do they publicly New trade? Crest? Yeah, I don't know it off the top of my head. My yeah. guess is twenty-two to twenty-five. Fair enough. Well, that sounds like a pretty shit deal for investors. Uh, um, if, if they took it, you know, I could see that's an easy way. It makes sense why they would deny that if their market cap is already above I, yeah, that deal. Yeah. Okay. Um, phosphate. Last time you were on here, we talked about phosphate. There was a phosphate shortage. It's had had a lot to do with kind of what was going on with the the you know Russia invading Ukraine. Is that an opportunity that is still around, or is that has has that kind of passed? What's what's the deal go with that? It's it's really a tricky one. Um, I think phosphate is like many other uh, natural resources, like like water. It is absolutely critical. It's just very difficult to get people excited and interested. Yeah. And unfortunately, getting people excited and interested moves markets. And without that, you, you can't move the markets. I don't know why people aren't excited to eat. 
I love it. Okay, yeah, make, maybe give us some context because I think a lot of people don't know what a lot of people probably don't know what phosphate, phosphate is really used for and the context behind it. I certainly didn't before it was really brought up. I mean, obviously, I've heard of phosphate before, but didn't know quite how critical it is in the you know the food supply chain. Yeah, to, to be honest with you, until about five years ago, neither did I. You know, I mean, I, I again, same thing. I knew about it, and I kind of like, yeah, they use it for fertilizer. But then, you know, when it hits you, you're like, oh my god, this this is this is crazy. Uh, so yes, like you said, it's used for fertilizer. Um, phosphate is one of the three macronutrients in fertilizers uh, that give plants, I don't know what it gives plants. The, <laughs> food, the food, the Yeah, yeah, the... it gives it phosphorus. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's where we get our phosphorus from, from, from our plants and animals. But, and, where do, and where is most of the world's phosphate mined? Like, where do, where do you get that? So uh, most of the world's phosphate uh, is actually mined today in China. Uh, however, the majority of the resources are located in Morocco. Um, those two countries are the uh, big two of, uh, of phosphate. Do we have any access to it here? Yes, actually. We, okay. North America does have quite a bit of phosphate, very fortunately. We, yeah, particularly in Florida. There are lots, lots of uh, phosphate mines down there. Is it? Are those mines active or are we kind of just sitting on them because they, it's cheaper? No, they are active uh, and we do have a lot of domestic supply. Um, That's good because I feel like we're very dependent on China for a lot of resources. Yeah, well, it's, it's it, I, the environmentalists don't know what's what's happening with the phosphate yet. Uh, when they figure it out, they're going to freak out. And What's what's going on? Uh, so, well, when you phosphate, so the, the specific phosphate that is produced here in North America, it's actually the most common phosphate, it's like 95% of all phosphate, uh, is what they called a sedimentary phosphate. This is phosphate that is, that it get, at one point uh, sunk to the bottom of the ocean, solidified, and that's how we, we mine it, right? We get it from Florida because at one point that, that was an ocean. That's, you know, and same with Morocco. Uh, but the sedimentary uh, phosphate has other minerals in it, sometimes Many times, those are toxic minerals. We're talking lead, cadmium, and radioactive min minerals, uranium and thorium. So, and you don't process those out. You put those in a big pile in your backyard, and you hope nobody asks what kind of stuff is in that big pile. Nobody's asked. I mean, some people have asked. It's just not a national conversation yet. Uh, it, with the right people, it, it probably will be. Fair enough. Um, kind of scary. It is, yeah. Um, I it mining does not have a good name, uh, but when you start like getting to like radioactive, heavy metals, lead, cadmium, uh, yeah, people really are really afraid of that kind of stuff. Okay, so speaking while we're on the topic of you know kind of you know social and environmental issues around mining, have you been following any of the the cobalt? stuff at all the cobalt mining story or the lithium and any of that loosely um i kind of <laughs> i kind of leave that to keith <laughs> yeah uh but yeah i mean i i i i loosely follow the the cobalt and lithium energy metals i, I like that's i'm interested in that kind of stuff gotcha are there any opportunities that kind of stand out in that realm not off the top of my head um, lithium mining and lithium mining is much, much different than mining other minerals like silver, copper, uh, gold. You could basically mine those pretty much the same way. Lithium mining is a whole other ball of wax. Um, 
How so? I, it's, it's well, I actually don't. So it's like lithium salt. I actually don't know the process of uh, actually extracting the lithium from the rock. It's something I haven't really wrapped my head around. Um, it's just not really worth learning. Fair enough. So you're you're st- you're st- sticking to gold and St- yeah, gold metals or yeah, gold precious metals. Yeah, uh, and and the base metals. You know, copper, nickel, tin. Yeah. Um, I hear copper ore grade. When I was looking, when you were telling me about the ore grades declining, I saw that copper was was one of the the main ones. Are there any opportunities? And I feel like people probably don't get too excited about copper they, either. They don't. But, it's crazy. But it's crazy. regardless, if the I mean, if the supply demand situation is in its favor, then the companies are going to make more money, right? And, yeah, and the yeah, and the yeah. and the valuations will go up. So, yeah. what uh, are there any opportunities there in copper, silver? So any, I, does, any of these other base metals? So if you want to uh, – a gr- good copper company um, is Franco Nevada. So it's actually a uh, gold and copper company. So you get both of those. Gotcha. I, I think that's probably the best way to go. Uh, but, they, yes, right now copper prices are very high. I believe that they're record prices right now. Is that why everyone's stealing copper? Um, maybe. Is that, what's <laughs> in, is that why people steal uh, the – the catalytic converters. What's what's in the catalytic converters? Is that co- it's not copper. No, it's, it's platinum and palladium. Platinum and palladium. All right. But right now, it's they're going after the palladium, which is uh, double the price of platinum, I think. All right. What else you got going on? Um, Mikhail Gorbachev. Go on. Did you read my uh, fan list? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, I, I read I, it. It's a funny story. Yeah, yeah. Before heading in here, I, I read. I read all your uh, your Outsider Club articles, but I didn't, I didn't uh, get on the premiums. Yeah, well, it's it's the last thing I've written, so it's it's the last thing that's on my mind. Sure, it's you want to? No, no. You read the story. It's funny. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, maybe we'll put a link out to your fan list. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, cool, Luke. It's good having you on. And uh, anything you want to plug before we go? Uh, I think I'm good. No, you don't want to tell people to buy Junior Mining Trader? <laughs> yeah, please buy Junior Mining Trader. I don't have any promos out right now, but yes, absolutely. It's, you'll make a lot of money. Okay, Luke, good having you on. Thanks. All right, everyone else, uh, subscribe, uh, like, comment, all that good stuff. See ya.